0: A trap behind enemy lines. Day number 45. 45. Day 45. Americans, their families, their children, uh, American green card holders, in other words, people eligible to be here, abandoned behind enemy lines by Joe Biden 45 days and counting, and they're not lifting a finger. This has been an unmitigated disaster for these generals and Joe Biden today, which I'll explain. As this program uh, unfolds here today, uh, let me first go to and this 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 captured a lot of my feeling. And Senator Josh Hawley, you know, say, don't dare tell me he was talking to the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin, that we're not leaving Americans behind. In other words, I'm sick and tired of your lies. Listen.
1: Let me just sum up where I understand that that we are based on what's been a fairly extraordinary hearing. Here's what I've learned so far. Number one, President of the United States lied to the American people about the advice that you gave to him about the military judgment that you provided for him. I think you've all testified to that effect now repeatedly. Secondly, the State Department and maybe the White House appeared to have pushed back the evacuation to such a time that it became a catastrophe, apparently against your advice, although I'd like to learn more about that. And third, for some reason that we still don't quite understand, the Pentagon failed to plan for... The potential collapse of the security forces or the collapse of the Afghan government, despite there being quite a lot of warning, Senator Kane referred to this earlier, quite a lot of warning for really, frankly, years that the Afghan security forces were ill-equipped, ill-trained, and frankly not up to the job. I don't understand any of that. I'd like to explore those things with you in this round and the next. But first, before I do, Secretary Austin, I have to take issue with something you just said. I know this is an administration talking point. I've heard it out of the mouth of the press secretary and others. We are not leaving Americans behind. That was your quote of just just a minute ago. With all due respect sir, you have left, past tense, Americans behind. We have no presence any longer in Afghanistan. There are hundreds of Americans, and not just Americans generally, civilians, you left behind against the President's explicit commitment not to leave until all American citizens were out and to safety. That is not what happened. And now we have people who are desperately, frantically trying to get out of this country, coming to me, coming to members of this committee, asking for help. They can't get that help. They're stuck behind enemy lines. So please don't tell me that we're not leaving Americans behind. You left them behind. Joe Biden left them behind. And frankly, it was a disgrace.
0: A great moment, Josh Hawley, Tom Cotton, criticizing why Biden, you know, why did you recommend the August 31st deadline when 10 days after Kabul fell. Now, this has been my point, because we, in the march, you could have removed everybody safely while you had control of Kabul and control of the Karzai International Airport and the Bagram Air Base and all of these things. And you could have pushed back the Taliban as, as soon as they began their march south to north. And they never lifted a finger. Here's Tom Cotton.
2: Joe Biden has said that it was the unanimous, the unanimous. Recommendation of the Joint Chiefs that we not maintain a military presence beyond August 31st. We've heard testimony to that effect today as well. When was that unanimous recommendation sought and presented to the President? You're talking about the 31 August. Yes, the 31 August deadline so, for getting on So on 25 August, I was asked to make an assessment and provide best military advice on. I'm sorry, my time is limited here. Okay. You just get, you gave me the answer that I needed here. August 25th. Correct. Kabul right. fell on August fifteenth. That's correct. You were not asked before no. August twenty-sixth. On August twenty-fifth, I was asked to provide best military assessment as whether we should keep military forces past the thirty-first. Secretary Austin, was anybody asked before August twenty-fifth if we should keep troops at the Kabul airport? This is uh, the president tasked us to to make to provide an assessment on whether or not uh, we should extend our our presence uh, beyond August thirty-first. And as General Milley just said, that assessment was uh, was made. We tasked him to make that assessment on the 25th, and uh, he came back and provided his best military advice. Secretary, Kabul fell on August 15th. It was clear that we had thousands of Americans. It was clear to members of this committee we were getting phone calls that we had thousands of Americans in Afghanistan behind Taliban lines on August 15th. And it took 10 days to ask these general officers... If we should extend our president, I suspect the answer might be a little different if you were asking them 16 days out, not five days out.
0: Now, there was such enough damning things said and just as we were coming on the air. Milley finally admitted that he told China that he would give China a heads up on a U.S. nuclear attack. You know, he basically said. You know, I, I told them that if they're going to if there's going to be an attack, there'd be a flurry of phone calls going back and forth that China would be able to pick up and people would call you. Uh, I'd probably call you now for and, and Marsha Blackburn just asked a good question. W- when do you leak your conversations with a president of the United States? Millie needs to be, you know, put on ice pending a, a complete, thorough investigation that based on the evidence we currently have after today would remove him from that position. By the way, where do you meet the parents, Stu and Kathy Scheller, later in, 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 at the top of the next hour? Yeah, their their son who served this great country, I think he did five or six tours of duty, um, one for over a year, put his life on the line for the country. 17 years he's been a Marine and he spoke out proudly against this this disaster. And he talked about the lack of accountability. Now he's in the brig and he's unable to even communicate with his own family. It's unbelievable the times we're living in. And then you got another lie from propagandist, you know, Jen Psaki. The president told ABC ending the war in Afghanistan was in our national interest. His advice, he said advice was split, but a consensus of top military advisors, because Joe got caught in a lie here because they're all saying that he should have left troops there. They're all saying that's what they recommended today. You know, the the, the top consensus was uh, that uh, 2,500 troops staying meant escalation due to deal with the, the previous administration. Secretary of Defense, the chairman, Milley, General McKenzie, all reiterate. No, that wasn't what was said. In other words, they lied. Just like they're lying, saying they didn't abandon Americans. You know, Milley says he talked to When does a military general get to talk to authors? Well, I don't know if what they printed is true. I didn't read their books yet. Even Ben Sass, the jackass himself, Biden lied about the withdrawal to cover his ass. That's a direct quote from Sass. He lied when he told the American people that nobody urged him to keep twenty five hundred troops in Afghanistan because under oath, General McKenzie flatly contradicted the president. And he said it's the worst American foreign policy disaster in a generation, probably in history. And he's trying to cover his ass with political spin. And he was referring to the comments made by the head of the U.S. Central Command, General Kenneth McKenzie, who said during the hearing before the Armed Services Committee that he recommended they maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan. And, and Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, said during the same hearing he also made the recommendation all of this is contradicting Biden's statements he couldn't recall of any such advice. You know, the zero accountability. Millie called the U.S. evacuation himself a strategic failure. That's your failure, Millie. That's your job. And if Joe Biden's coming up with a plan that is a disaster, you know, you'll, Joe Biden said 13 days earlier to George Stephanopoulos, I won't leave Americans behind. He says Milley says he won't resign over Biden not taking his advice. Millie contradicted Biden on on his recommendation. Austin Austin stupidly defended not keeping Bagram Air Base. That's just dumb. He's not qualified for his job. Later on, we'll get into an effort by one Republican congressman from South Carolina that wants Blinken, the idiot that he is, impeached. It might be a good time to make your way to the airport. We cannot provide for your safety. Maybe don't come today because it's a bad day. You might want to leave and then telling chartered airplanes, uh, that have Americans on it. You're not allowed to land in the U.S. And if you find a third party country that'll accept your chartered flight, that's fine. But if they need our approval, it will not be forthcoming. That, that's your secretary of state. It's unbelievable. You know, Milley is admitting now that he tipped off, that he would tip off China. Because he knows he's probably on tape saying it. My assumption is, is that Woodward or Costa or both of them recorded all of these conversations. Why anybody would talk to any of these guys is beyond me anyway. This has been nothing but an unmitigated disaster on a million different levels. It is it is beyond sad, and it was all preventable. By the way, one other unrelated issue, GOP senators, they actually have to make a move to block Biden who wants to dishonorably discharge unvaccinated soldiers with their one-size-fits-all medicine that they'd like to practice? Do they have a rare medical condition? Is it a matter of principle? I'm just tired. This whole administration lies to us repeatedly. Oh, the southern border is closed. That's a lie. Oh, they're only staying for a short period of time. We don't need to test them for COVID. Well, now we find out from... Department of Homeland Security Chief Mayorkas, he's admitting this was in BizPack review that about 20 percent of illegal uh, immigrants. He won't use the term anymore or illegal aliens either. I don't know what he's calling people anyway are covid positive. Twenty percent. They're not testing them. There's no vaccine mandate and they're dispersing these people all over the country. And his answer is, oh, I didn't expect the tragic rise of the Delta variant. What do you mean you didn't expect it? We've known about it forever. It's unbelievable. You know, the, the, the lie about, you know, the the, the the border patrol agents on horseback whipping, using whips to, to whip the Haitian uh, illegal immigrants. That's not true either. And the border patrol, even the photographer who took the picture said it wasn't true. You know, we're not going to leave Afghanistan until every American's evacuated. Another lie. The drone attack. We killed one of the ISIS terrorists. No, you killed humanitarians and seven kids. Just like they lied. Oh, Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation. Another lie. Just like the Russia hoax we now know was a Hillary-inspired lie the whole time. The cost of the Democrats' $3.5 trillion social welfare bill is going to be $0. What? What? What, what, what we use in an, an, an abacus top generals testifying today that Biden lied when he claimed they never told him to keep troops on the ground in Afghanistan because that's what they said today, despite Biden's claim to the contrary. Austin, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, Milley, head of the U.S. Central Command, uh, General Kenneth McKenzie all testifying they recommended maintaining a presence of U.S. troops.
2: I don't share my personal recommendations to the president, but I can tell you my personal opinion and my assessment if that's what you want. Yes, please. Um, Yes, my assessment was uh, back in the fall of 20 and it remained consistent throughout that uh, we should keep a steady state of 2,500 and it could bounce up to 3,500, maybe something like that. Uh, in order to move toward a negotiated, gated solution, did but you present? Joe Biden did you ever told that?
0: ABC News in August, "No one recommended a 2,500 troop presence that he could recall. They all did." So he's lying on that point too. Stunning incompetence. 2,500 troops. He doesn't listen. 13 troops are killed. He he misses the the window of opportunity in March, April, May, June, and July. To get people out safely, every American, every green card holder, all of their families, all of our Afghan allies and all of our equipment. Even Joe Manchin was apoplectic that we left billions of dollars of the most sophisticated weaponry and technology uh, of warfare in the hands of terrorists. And now calls begin for Biden to resign and the generals to resign, uh, Biden in particular, for lying to the American people yet again. He lies repeatedly to the American people. So does everybody that works for him. Well, they're only going to be here a short period of time. They're not going to be here very long. We're not letting people in from Haiti. No, they're all being sent back. Oh, yeah, we left. We allowed, I think, anywhere between 12 and 17,000 people in. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, I kind of told China that I'd tip him off. We're going to keep that guy as chairman of the Joint Chiefs? So the chairman of the Joint Chiefs admitting that he would tip off China if, in fact, there was going to be an attack—that is room for, right there. He should be court-martialed. That uh, this is very simple, basic, and fundamental. This is not a complicated legal issue at this particular point in time. Conduct unbecoming, failure to obey an order, and since well, since when is it okay? For General Miller to be talking to reporters and leaking private conversations with a president of the United States. And I'm sure if we get to the bottom of the conversations that he had with other top military brass that we're probably going to find other things there that are equally horrifying, including his loyalty oath uh, that apparently they write about in this book, which I'm assuming they probably have a lot of these interviews on tape. I've got to believe that. But, you know, who knows? But you got the defense secretary saying this is another bombshell. It was an exchange. General Austin today said he can't confirm or deny that there are 4000 Americans still left in Afghanistan. Now, the defense secretary, Austin, said it's, he thinks it's fewer than 100, but he doesn't know. General Austin says, I don't believe that, there, that it's 4000 American citizens, but I can't confirm or deny that. How do you not know how many at this point? Because every congressman and senator that I have contacted, as my sources, have all said, Sean, it's not 100 or under 100. There are hundreds. And if you add their families, thousands potentially. And even Tony Blinken testified, thousands of green card holders. They abandoned all of them. I mean, and then now we're learning all of these guys contradicting what Biden said that they ignored his advice to to rush the withdrawal from Afghanistan not to rush it and that in fact that they that he he lied to on abc when he said uh no one ever told me to leave 2500 troops there see the danger when you elect somebody and somebody's a president that is weak frail and a cognitive disaster like biden all right, 25 now till the top of the hour, Eight hundred nine four one. 941 sean our number. If you want to be a part of the program, so much to get to today. I mean, so much happening out there. The testimony that's going on, the Senate grilling of the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs and these, these other generals, which I've just gone over here. Um, we now have the, you know, the next wave, if you will of illegal immigrants thousands more were are we're being told or are on the way thousands more not just a few but thousands how do you how do you send thousands of people here like that and there are no absolutely no consequences whatsoever and all joe biden does is lie and say well we're not accepting people that are here illegally when all they're doing is accepting people that are here illegally it's unbelievable I love John Bolton is now out there saying, you know, the Taliban could end up with nuclear weapons. Oh, I hope you still feel good about your decision to trash Donald Trump and get helping Joe Biden, uh, John Bolton, after you begged me to help you, you know, get in the administration. Please put in a good word for me as if I'm like the, you know, hiring person at the White House, which I am not. The DHS Secretary Mayorkas. The same guy that lied and said, in fact, that oh, there's nobody coming here illegally and Jen Psaki saying, well, they're not going to be here very long. So there's no reason. Like, what are you people talking You just lie? They lie through their teeth. Everybody in the media, Donald Trump told the lie. There are all the lies of Donald Trump. What about the lies of Jen Saki and the lies of everybody that works for Biden and the lies of Biden? Biden is lying through his teeth. Now he's just saying, well, I didn't expect the rise, the tragic rise of the Delta variants. Well, nobody expected it, but we figured it out really quickly. And, you know, and we we took a step back. And and by reason of that, I didn't expect it to be late September where we are. And then he went on to say that roughly one in five illegal immigrants, he won't call them that, but migrants, as he says, being encountered or experiencing an illness in an apparent reference uh, to covid-19. When one is, you know, speaking of 7,000, 7,500 people encountered at the border every day, if one takes a look at that system, it's not built for that in a COVID environment where isolation is required. Well, all the more reason to bring back the stay in Mexico policy. By the way, even the New York Times, according to the Daily Caller, issued a correction claiming Border Patrol agents were whipping Haitian migrants with horse reins. The original article published Friday covered Biden's comments and it says the images of agents on horseback chasing and in some cases using their reins of their horses to strike at running migrants, which was the Biden administration. they still on that lie and talking point. The updated version of The New York Times says images of Border Patrol agents on horseback waving their reins while pushing migrants back into the Rio Grande have prompted a torrent of criticism from Democrats and civil rights groups. In the correction, the New York times admitted the original article overstated what was going on at the border. Give him credit. They're the only ones that I know that admits that admitted that they're wrong. And the photographer himself, again, he's an AP guy said, no, that didn't happen. Reporters grilling Jen Psaki about his quip about the press is, you know, and, and taking it so personally, remember, she lectured Boris Johnson for taking questions and Joe Biden is not allowed to take questions unless he gets permission or else he might lose his ice cream before he goes nighty night. Anyway, the Indian prime minister was in town and the president joked that the Indian press is much more, much better behaved than the American uh, press and that Americans were likely to be knocking folks over. I think with your, your permission, we should not answer questions because they won't have any questions on point. Oh, okay. All the questions have to be on point. Now, what's interesting is Senator Ted Cruz is pointing out that South Texas Democrats, they're all wanting to leave the Democratic Party over the disaster at this border as of now. I mean, you know, you think of all the lies, uh, you know, that the Homeland Security Secretary has been saying. Well, I, I, I approximately, I think it's 10, maybe 12,000 or higher. They've been, Mayorkas has been you know, bobbing and weaving and lying every step of the way. At one point, he said, you know, he blamed 18-hour days for his lack of clarity. Oh, okay. You know, what we do is we follow the law as Congress passed it. No, you don't. That is just an outright flagrant lie. And if Donald Trump did it, it would be covered everywhere. We have enforcement guidelines in place that provide individuals who are recent border crossers who do not show up for the hearings our enforcement priorities, they will be removed. That's a lie, too, because they're not even sending out required court appearances, but recommended, you know, we're recommending that you come. In other words, we're no, the wrong word. We're requesting that you come. Or Border Patrol agents on horseback, you know, whipping up people. That was another lie. Painfully conjured up the worst elements of ongoing battle against systemic racism, he claimed. Even the New York Times backed off that. We don't agree with the building of the wall, the, uh, as, as he went on to say. The law provides individuals can make a claim for humanitarian relief. Yeah, Donald Trump said they can make the claim while they stayed in Mexico. Why didn't you? Why did you get rid of the policy that worked? 11 million people in this country without lawful presence is a compelling reason why there's, you know, a full agreement about the fact that our immigration system is broken. By reform, he's talking about amnesty. Why did the Democrats try and slip amnesty into the Senate reconciliation bill? Well, there's a simple, obvious reason for that is that, you know, as I pointed out yesterday, all of these countries, they charge a fortune. You can buy passports to other countries and become citizens of other countries if you fork over hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars. And a lot of people actually do it. Anyway, you can do do that. America doesn't charge anybody, but we are asking that you respect our laws our borders, our sovereignty. And I don't really care where you come from, but we have to have a security background check, a health check. And we got to make sure that you're you're financially capable of handling taking care of yourself and won't be a burden on the American people. Not that we're mean, but we can't afford it. That's the bottom line. But that's that's another disaster that's been unfolding at our border. Now, this week is really all about Democratic spending and the five point, the the really five trillion dollars. It's the three point five trillion dollars. It's a mess within the Democratic Party. Cinema and Manchin apparently have been summoned to the White House. This is where the arms get twisted. This is where the swamp does its best work. We'll see how strong they are for the for the people in their states, because right now they're saying that they're not going to go along with it. All right, you know, as Joe said, give me your numbers Is it two point nine trillion? Is it an is it two trillion? Will you give us one point five trillion? How many trillions will you give us? And Jensaki actually says, it's unfair and absurd for businesses to raise prices if if Joe Biden raises corporate taxes. Are you really that dumb and naive? You must be. Because that's exactly what happens, Jen. Corporations don't pay taxes. They don't pay taxes. And, you know, so Joe Biden, if you look at this, they're now plotting this week to blow the single biggest hole in the federal budget that generations will be paying for. And they're trying to say Joe's their talking point is, is it's not going to cost a single penny. It will cost nothing. It'll cost zero. He's been you know, he's making this another lie. We build back better. The agenda costs zero dollars, the president tweeted from his official account. And then he said, if you make under $400,000, you're not going to pay a penny. That's a lie too. Because when corporate taxes are raised and you pay more for everything, that's a tax. And now we got the highest price for oil. And I forget how many years. That means everything we're paying more for to fill your tank, heat, cool your home, and everything you buy is going to cost more. This is a debt bomb. And somehow Democrats and this new 3.5 trillion on top of the 1.2 trillion on top of the 600 billion pushed by biden and the squad and democratic leaders you know 25 million on anti discrimination and bias training in the healthcare industry 75 uh, 79 billion for the irs to step up their law enforcement of, ta- of tax laws that means harass all of us and with the measure you know headlines about the authorization of huge spending now, the $3 billion earmarked by the House Agriculture Committee would be doled out to state, local, or tribal governments for tree planting with a priority. $3 billion for tree planting. How are we going to afford that? $7.5 billion for the creation of new-style uh, civilian climate corps. $7.5 billion. That's real money. Your Postal Service, you tried to get them the vaccine mandate waiver, $7 billion to purchase electric delivery vehicles and uh, related infrastructure, $5 billion towards e-cars for the rest of the federal government. Unbelievable. Union members are going to get a break. Enhanced IRS enforcement is, you know, 250. You know, you get to deduct your union dues. Oh, great. They can donate more money to the Democratic Party. Just like they say, well, we'll give you amnesty. We're not like these other countries to charge money. We'll give you something of great value. Will you vote Democrat for the rest of your life? And I'm only I'm I'm only touching the surface on this. It's unbelievable. Obama saying that we desperately need this, including tax the rich, including me. Okay, Republicans build back better. Three point five trillion reconciliation, bigger than you know. FDR spending, the Great Society of LBJ, all of that—it's going to fail spectacularly, and you're going to pay for all of it, every single dime, every single penny. Let's see—you get uh, the, the child tax payment credits. So they're going to extend that. That's one point one trillion. Even if Republicans get control of Congress and the White House, Democrats, their allies, will extend the payments—one hundred and ten billion dollars each year, pre-K three-year-olds, four-year-olds, daycare free, college free pre-K entitlement, you know it's 33 billion dollars, you know, in the House Education Labor Committee bill. it doesn't specify any appropriation in that case, they pick up a hundred percent of the cost Washington share would decline to 60 percent. so now they're going to cost shift it to the states which can't afford it either. child care subsidies, you know, universal child care entitlement, ninety billion dollars. If the ninety billion runs out, such sums as may be necessary for each fiscal year will be allocated. Biden's plan includes raising the the wages for those in the child care industry to fifteen dollar minimums. How are, how are parents gonna afford it? Free college education. Federal government will cover seventy five percent of the average tuition cost and When they implement that, the plan recommends adding dental, vision, hearing benefits, womb to the tomb, cradle to grave. What does socialism always do? They promise everything. They never fulfill the promises. Everybody ends up poor. It impacts the people that they say they want to help the most. And then it's a matter of how much freedom you gave up in the end. And I can go on and on. Climate control, new green deal, reducing carbon emissions 50%. U.S. grid to get 80% of its power from emissions free sources by 2030. Okay. What are the sources? And how are you going to pay for it? That's just another cylinder in the making. He's going to tack, uh, hiking taxes on earnings of $50,000 or more. That's the Heritage Foundation analysis on top of the inflation that the Fed now says is here to stay. The Fed is saying inflation is staying. Now, if you look at some of the other news of the day, um, and you look at, you know, Biden gets annoyed when the press asks him questions that he doesn't like. Oh, I'm so sorry, Joe. I'm really, really breaks my heart. All hell is breaking loose in the energy markets. We're now seeing gas prices. Look at this gas prices closed at the highest level ever. Up 11 percent on the day yesterday. You know what that means? That deal with. Our allies in, in Western Europe and Russia, yeah, he's making Putin rich again while simultaneously cutting out America from all the profits and benefits we could have, high-paying career jobs, and we could be providing our allies all the energy they need and more because we've got more resources than all of these countries. Natural gas prices in Europe have surged to $25 million. We now have an oil shortage in Great Britain. The Patrol Retailers Association, which represents independent fuel retailers accounting for 65%. Yeah, they said members reporting 50 to 90% of pumps are dry in, in Great Britain right now. So the demand is going through the roof. And oil prices haven't been this high in forever. So this is, you know, let's let's get the record straight on how bad this is. It includes money for let's see, tree equity, bias training. Uh free community college for illegal immigrants. I forgot that part of the bill. That's in there too. Now Manchin is doubting that this deal is gonna happen, and but it's not gonna cost you a penny, according to the Democrats. That is the biggest lie in all of this. Now Republicans, they should not be involved. Democrats control the House, the Senate, and the White House. Why would they why would they ever raise the debt ceiling? I see no reason for them to to raise the debt ceiling. I wouldn't do it under any circumstances. Let the Democrats own this lock, stock, and barrel. This is their spending, their bill, and they're the ones that want it. They're the ones fighting for it. They're the ones that are going to own the disastrous results. 800-941-SHAWN is on number.